Welcome to PwC's Next in Health podcast. I'm Ben Isker, leader of PwC's Health Research Institute. And today I have Trina Tadaros with me, who'll be my co-host. She leads HRI's Regulatory Center. Welcome, Trina. Great to be here, Ben. Well, we've got an exciting guest for everyone today. We have our own Crystal Yednak, who works in HRI and leads up a lot of our research on policy issues for both payers and providers. And Crystal, I think I want to set the scene and, and start out with our topic, which is some research you've recently done on pricing transparency. And that's important research because most people look at the health industry and say, wow, pricing is very opaque and we don't really understand what things cost. And the interesting thing is that's an issue for hospitals and health systems, but also for insurance companies, employers, and of course, the consumer. So with that as a backdrop, Crystal, what is the latest research you worked on and what's changing? Yes. Thank you, Ben. So you hit the nail right on the head there. For anyone who has ever tried to navigate the healthcare system and deal with their own bills, it can be a big mystery. And we have two new federal rules that are forcing some sunlight into this area. There's one new federal rule on price transparency that's making hospitals publish their negotiated rates for all their products and services online. And this is new territory. And then we will have very shortly next year, a similar rule for insurers. And this means that we have reams of data on what payers and providers negotiate to pay for healthcare services. And this is not information we've had before. Of course, that doesn't mean that it's going to make the job for the consumer any easier because it still is difficult to interpret. So I think we should start with the hospital rule because that's the one that went into effect at the beginning of this year on January 1st. So Crystal, can you walk us through what hospitals are being required to do? What's new? Sure. So first off, they have to post their negotiated rates specific to payers. And this is information that has mostly been kept secret. They also have to post uh, their gross charges, the prices that they charge if you are going to come and pay self-pay with cash, as well as the minimum and maximum charge for all products and services at the hospital. The other piece to this is that they do have to put an online tool that makes pricing information available for 300, quote, shoppable services in a consumer-friendly way. Well, Crystal, that sounds like a lot that hospitals need to be doing. And I I think the question on a lot of people's minds are around compliance. How is that compliance looking? And how would you describe what's been done so far in terms of complying with those new rules? Yes, great question, Ben. So we took a look at the early files posted by 102 hospitals of varying sizes. And for the most part, most of the hospitals had posted something online but it didn't have all of the required information, such as the negotiated rates specific to each payer or all of the charges required. Some of them posted apples and oranges. So some would post a bundle price for if you're going to have a procedure done, while others would break out every single syringe and item that would be included in a procedure. So it's very hard to compare. When we looked at those hospitals that did post everything that was required by the rule, there were only 19 that had everything up there, including like billing codes that would make it easier for you to make comparisons. 
That's pretty amazing, Crystal. Just 19 of 102 were fully compliant when you guys looked? Yes, there was kind of this middle group where they would give, maybe they would put the gross charge, but then you'd have other hospitals that would have their negotiated rates. And so if you're trying to shop as a consumer, the information is really confusing. And it'll be interesting to see how CMS reacts to what the hospitals have posted. There is supposed to be a fine of $300 a day if you do not comply. So we are waiting to see what that enforcement will look like. So the other piece of this is that payers are going to be required to do something very similar starting next year. Some of the payer rule is going into effect this summer, but the big thing, the the posting of all these previously secret rates happens next year. And so I wonder, what are payers being required to do alongside what the providers have been doing? Well, right now they're interested in just looking at these files that are already up there to understand if there are lower cost providers out there. And right now they are should be starting to prepare. There's a lot involved in just producing these files and to make sure that the information is accurate. Another piece to this is consumers are going to be digesting these prices and they really need context to understand what it all means or they can easily misinterpret what they're looking at. But the insurer rule is going to also include some information on covered prescription drugs. And we're seeing some of that being posted now through the hospital rule. But this is, even though there's nothing in here required for pharmaceutical and life sciences companies, their data is getting released as part of these rules as a byproduct. Well, Crystal, you actually mentioned consumers and how they may be using this. And I I actually want to drill down on that just a little bit. You know, we ask a lot of consumers, many consumers have high deductible health plans and ostensibly they're supposed to shop around for the best price. Employers who purchase a lot of insurance in America for their employees, they're trying to find the best price as well. But for the consumers themselves who are out there every day, do you think they're going to be able to use this information? And are we going to be entering kind of a new age of consumer shopping? In this current form, it's still very difficult. Even with the quote-unquote consumer-friendly tools, those are still hard to use. You have to know, even for common procedures, there could be two dozen technical descriptions of the procedures that you might be receiving. And you need to know those differences in order to get the most accurate price estimate. And you have to enter in a lot of personal information before you can even get to those estimates. As far as those big data files that are being released, those are nearly impossible for consumers to use because they need to understand all the details about their procedure. They need to understand the codes and what price category applies to them. And I think that's that's an area that's difficult for a lot of consumers to understand what is this rate between the payer and provider and how it applies to them. So it still is going to be difficult, but we do think that there is potential with this all this new data being released that there will be players that will figure out how to make best use of it and potentially produce innovative consumer tools that may enable more shopping. So if we think it's hard for the consumers to use all of this information and you know maybe down the road we'll have consumer friendly tools that will be you know sort of an app that will help you comparison shop who is going to use this right now? I don't think that this data is just sitting there not being sucked up by all sorts of companies. I know for a fact that lots of organizations are 
looking at all of these data very eagerly. So Crystal, can you talk to us a little bit about who is going to use it? Yes. So that's a great point. I think that what we're going to start to see is payers and providers digesting all this information to try to use it in their negotiations. They haven't had this level of insight before into what the hospital down the street gets for the services that they provide or what other payers are paying. And so to have that kind of insight is going to be really interesting. And we think it might change the strategies that healthcare companies have as they enter negotiations. And we will be really curious to see overall the trends that build out of this new information. Well, building on that a little bit, Crystal, one thing that many of our listeners may be interested in, especially those that are running healthcare companies, payers, providers, clinics, what is it they should be thinking about in light of these new laws? What is it they should be building and working on now? We really see that there are three buckets here for healthcare companies to be thinking about. There's first off, just kind of readying your operations to make sure that you can comply with the basics of the rule. And that might mean some new technology investments. It might mean some new workforce trainings. It might mean that you need to think through the processes you have in place to make sure that it's accurate. And so that the information you're putting out there is not adding to the confusion in the market. Second bucket would be the strategy. Now, as I mentioned previously, there's a lot of new insight out there for healthcare companies that they can bring into negotiations. And we expect that this is going to be arguments that are going to be made during these sessions. And companies have to prepare their best case for why they deserve a certain rate or why they need to pay less. And that may mean making arguments for you have the, the, your, the quality outcomes, the expertise you can offer, the facilities, things like that to really think about building your case to the market when there's this new information. And lastly, I would say there is the consumer relationship. There is an opportunity here for companies to make sure that the story that's getting told to their consumers is not just about price. There needs to be that context and there's an opportunity to build trust if you can develop the tools that can make this a better experience for consumers going forward. Well, I'd like to thank Crystal Yednak for joining us today and providing an an overview of some of the new price transparency rules that are in effect or going into effect. And of course, my co-host, Trina Tsideros, for helping with hosting duties today. If you'd like more information on our recently released report, which we just spoke about, Secrets of Healthcare Pricing Revealed, How New Price Transparency Rules in the Surprise Billing Law May Transform Provider-Payer Negotiations and Influence Consumer Trust, you can find that available on our website at pwc.com forward slash HRI. And this has been Next in Health. This podcast is brought to you by PwC, all rights reserved. PwC refers to the U.S. member firm or one of its subsidiaries or affiliates and may sometimes refer to the PwC network. Each member firm is a separate legal entity. Please see www.pwc.com structure for further details. This podcast is for general information purposes only and should not be used as a substitute for consultation with professional advisors.